most wonderful time of the year. It's finally here. We are two days away from the National Football League. Kicking back off. Literally, no pun intended. Like, quite literally, they'll kick off to start the season. With the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. And so I thought I would do two episodes instead of just the one. Uh, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I have some thoughts, some ideas on what I want to do. Uh, I intend to do a standard mock draft that if it happens, I'm, I'm hoping to do a 10-team, just NFL.com. They have mock drafts that are available, and I'm going to try to do some of that live, kind of give you some ideas, tips and tricks on what I would do if I were doing a redraft league. Uh, I know some of that is probably too late for you guys, and I'm sorry not really, but I'm sorry that it's essentially too late for you if you haven't drafted uh, your team, though. Maybe it'll be a good thing. So we're going to try to roll with that. Um, I want to talk about the NFL signings that did happen this offseason with some of the big names. There are still a couple of big-name running backs uh, that are unsigned. Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt are still, unfortunately for them, not on an NFL roster. I don't know that they will be this season. I, I mean, logic would tell me that if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, I look at this and say I could trade Jonathan Taylor and just take my pick from one of those two guys and just have it and be done with it. But is that really what they want to do? It doesn't appear to be so. So, could be injuries that finally get these two guys signed, but... We did have some pretty big signings take place. The first one, I I don't even know what to say about it completely because I don't I hate all three of these signings, but I hate this one the most. Um DeAndre Hopkins signed with the Tennessee Titans. After saying, and I quote the quarterback play will be a heavy factor in where I go next. I want to go to a team that has a star quarterback. Stop laughing. Let me finish. Ryan Tannehill has not struck fear into anyone's hearts and soul for a few years now. Ever since the Chiefs beat them in that conference championship game, it's really been downhill for the Titans. Derrick Henry got hurt the next year, missed almost the entire season. Uh, Well, not the entire season, but he missed a lot of time. And it's just not been what it was. They had a star receiver in A.J. Brown. And they didn't want to pay him, but somehow now they, they're going to pay DeAndre Hopkins and justify it somehow, some way. I It... it There's two things that I hate about this deal. The first is I hate how the NFL, they say one thing and then they do another. You know, they essentially, um, we're not going to keep A.J. Brown. Okay, cool. Don't keep A.J. Brown. That's fine. But then you sign DeAndre Hopkins, who's older, not played 
a lot because of suspensions and even some injury concerns, and you want me to just think that that makes you a contender? No way. Now, I'm happy to eat my words. I don't think I will just because I don't see this going well. Look, if Kyler Murray wasn't a good enough quarterback for DeAndre Hopkins to want to stay in Arizona, do I really think that Ryan Tannehill is that much better? The answer to that is no. Then, in the same, you know, breath as these other signings, these next two are just as laughable and just as idiotic. You guys remember Ezekiel Elliott, star running back from the the Ohio State University Buckeyes, ran all over Alabama in that playoff game. Then he went to the Cowboys and did very well. And then just randomly, as most of the time it happens with running backs, he hit a wall. And he stopped playing as well as he once did. Dallas Cowboys figured out they had this young buck in Tony Pollard where they were like, you know what? We're just going to sign him to a long-term extension and we'll draft Deuce Vaughn and a couple of other guys and we'll basically let Zeke go on his merry way. And Zeke was telling like the Bengals, who had Joe Mixon and other teams, come get me. This is the, the list of five teams that I will play for. Um, in fact, you know what, let me just curiously type in Zeke five teams NFL. I want to know, uh, what Ezekiel Elliott said. It's three teams. I'm sorry. He, <laughs> he narrowed it down to three teams. Uh, according to this article from CBS sports, he had essentially said that he wanted to play with the, uh, Eagles, Chiefs. Bills? Is that no wait? I'm I'm reading the wrong thing. Hold on, let me find it. Where's it at? See, this is why you guys love oh, there it is. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had it. Yeah, Bengals, Eagles, or Jets. Those were the three teams that he mentioned. So where did he sign? Well, it's gotta be with one of those three teams, right? No. He signed with the New England Patriots. Um Whatever. So, uh, that's fine. Cool. Who cares? At any rate, that signing I also don't think is going to be a big one. Then the biggest one was probably Dalvin Cook signing with the New York Jets. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't like it. Um, all three of these signings to me are busts. I would love to be wrong, but I don't think I will be. And here we go. Uh, this mock draft that I'm in, we're, we'll go ahead and do this as we're working through. Uh, so this is a standard just PPR league, and in the first pick, I'm in the second slot, in the first overall selection, it was Justin Jefferson. I don't disagree with that selection. I really do think that you need to go with a wide receiver here, and so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to ride Jamar Chase. There we go. No, I don't want to leave the draft. I just want to not been on here in a while. So it goes Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. I'm 16 picks away, so while I'm waiting on that, I'll talk about the next thing. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's knees, according to a couple of medical reports, 
who's also a New England Patriots player, by the way. Tyreek Hill went three. Juju Smith-Schuster's knees are expected to possibly explode at any moment. No, I'm not making that up. That is literally what the report said. And he just signed a three-year, 33-something million dollar deal with New England. And mm, the whole thing uh, is unfortunate for Juju. I mean, he was a great player in Pittsburgh, and then he won a Super Bowl last year. It's an unfortunate situation for the Patriots, who just, they leveled a bunch of money to him. I don't know if Juju's going to play much this year. And if he exacerbates that knee, will he ever play again? Got to think. You know, these guys do put their hearts and souls, their bodies on the line, and they don't get a whole lot in return when they get hurt like this. He's not going to get all that $33 million if he doesn't end up playing. Juju Smith-Schuster's knees could explode at any moment. Now, we're getting back here to... Uh, we're about five, four picks away. And I'm going to be looking here at the board... Wide receiver has gone like crazy. Running back has gone like crazy. Even Travis Kelsey went number four overall. Derrick Henry just went, and I am close to being on the clock here. Cooper Cup just went, so I am now on the clock, and I have the opportunity to do something that I would recommend you do in a league like this. You take Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Now I have Jamar Chase. I have Patrick Mahomes, and that is exactly what I think that you would want to do. And I am one pick away now. I can look at the board. Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddle go. So here's here's the next thing. Uh, again, my view of fantasy football when you're in a PPR league like this is you've got to find guys that maximize your ability to score points. And you really need to try to find guys that maximize your ability to score points consistently. So I'm taking Josh Allen as well. I now own the best two quarterbacks in this draft. They're mine. I can get wide receivers and running backs as we go on. I can get a tight end later, and I'll prove that to you as we go on throughout this draft. We're 14 picks away. I can go back to talking about what I'm talking about. But here's the facts right now with NFL contracts. They're out of control. Uh, Nick Bosa and Chris Jones have not reported to their teams, uh, respectively, because they want new contracts. Brian Burns apparently is in the same boat of wanting a new contract. These are three defensive players that they want top money, and they want it now. You know, their their mentality and view is if they don't get it, they won't play. But what's going to change the course of the NFL contract situation? You know, eventually a team is going to have to do something that we've talked about before on the podcast here. You're going to have to just let them go into free agency or trade them. Neither one's ideal. You're losing a top-tier talent. But it's what you got to do. I'm almost on the clock. That's why I'm stalling for time here. All right, I'm back on the clock. I need running back, I need wide receiver, I need tight end. So let me look at the tight ends first. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is there. You know what? I will uh, I will look at the running backs here. Najee Harris is the best one. 
I will go ahead and I'll take Jonathan Taylor. I know that sounds crazy because he's out for the first four weeks, but when he comes back, if you're playing this as a long con, so to speak, you're looking at an opportunity to have best running back, best quarterback, one of the best receivers. Uh, How do you argue against that? Now, here's where things get a little wonky and a little interesting. I need another wide receiver. I also need another running back, and I need a tight end. So I'm going to take here Debo Samuel because he gives me a dual threat. He's both a wide receiver and a running back the way they use him in San Francisco. He can make up even in that flex position for Jonathan Taylor where he's at. I feel pretty good about my team so far. I've got two stud wide receivers, two stud quarterbacks, the best running back in football when he's healthy. Let's see where we're at. 12 picks away. Let's get back to the contract situation. Speaking of quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's contract is up. And he wants to be paid mega millions. But when will it end? Because if Joe Burrow gets paid all of these mega millions and then Kenny Pickett plays moderately well, he's going to want the same type of contract. He's going to want millions. And the problem with this is it's that story that we used to be told as kids. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. And that glass of milk turns into this and this and this and this and this. And it comes all the way back around to and he'll want a cookie. And the cycle starts over again. There's going to have to be a team that eventually says no and lets this guy go or trades him for a a just barrage of picks and hopes that everything is going to be all right in doing so. I'm back on the clock here. Um, I need a tight end. And amazingly, why is he still on the board? Let's see. He's still hurt, but I can't really take him. I will take... Let's take a running back. Let's take Alexander Madison. We know he's going to be starting for the Vikings this year. We've got our first running back for sure, guaranteed. I'm going to double dip here and take another running back when I'm back on the clock. Um, And that running back is going to be... Let's see, is Alvin Kamara suspended for several games? First three games. Okay. Again, I'm taking Kamara. I know that sounds controversial. I can limp along three games if I get some value backs here at the back end. So we're going to count on that. So far, so good. I feel pretty decent about my team. Taking some guys that I don't think the auto pick, since there's several teams in here auto picking, I don't think they'd be back to me when I get back on the clock. So back to what we're talking about. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you're going to overpay Joe Burrow. You, You just are. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're not going to try to overpay any quarterback. So what happens? What happens when either A, that first team says no, or B, that first quarterback betrays the NFLPA and signs a deal that doesn't help other quarterbacks get more money or other wide receivers or running backs on and on we could go? What then? Chaos. Chaos ensues. You and I have to be prepared for some interesting, lean, mean, fighting machine, tough times ahead. It is going to be rough because the money keeps going up. 
and eventually teams will not be able to pay all of their stars, and every year you're going to not recognize who's on your team. It's already kind of that way now, and it's not fun, is it? Okay, I'm back on the clock here. Uh, one pick away. Again, I, I feel pretty decent about what I am doing. Uh, this guy, if he'd make a pick, there he goes. Ah, he sniped me. Okay, Isaiah Pacheco was going to be my selection. Oh, well, that's okay. I'll take a... You know, I'll be I'll be a man of my word and practice what I preach. I'll take Richard White. Um uh, I'm I'm again I'm going to double dip unless I see a running or a wide receiver. I do see a wide a tight end that I want. If he's there, I'm taking him. I am one pick away. He should be there. He is. I'm gonna take Pat Fryermuth to be my tight end. So let me tell you who my roster is right now as we wait. Cause I've I've pretty much covered what I want to cover, except some injuries. In the first round. I had the number two slot. This is a PPR league. It's not a super flex league. It's You start one quarterback, so the wide receivers are very important. Running backs to catch the ball can be important too, which is why some of the picks that I made a minute ago were made. Now, I took Jamar Chase in the first round. Come back in the second round, I took Patrick Mahomes and then Josh Allen. I probably could have gotten away with not taking Josh Allen, uh, but I did anyway. I did anyway. Then I took Jonathan Taylor. Some might say, what is wrong with you? You shouldn't have done that. Who cares? He's out for four weeks, and then he'll probably be back, and he might even get traded. I can make it four weeks with uh, Alexander Madison and Richard White and whoever I get in five picks on my team. I then came back with Debo Samuel, a wide receiver running back hybrid, a guy that makes me feel very confident about not taking a, a running back that would be startable I then take Alexander Madison, Alvin Kamara, Richard White, and I got Pat Fryermuth guys in round nine. He should catch a lot of passes this year. You don't have to have a ton of situations where you take a tight end early. Take your guy that you know is going to be good. Now, I need a wide receiver bad. And Mike Evans is there. I'm going to take him. He has done phenomenal things in his career I need a tight end and some more wide receivers and running backs, so I'm going to look at see what's on here. Khalil Herbert, he should be. Let me just look at projected points. Raheem Mostert, I don't believe that that's going to happen. Jamal Williams, don't believe in that. Zach Moss, don't believe in that. I'll take Brian Robinson here, running back from the Washington Commies. Uh, 16 picks away. Have a couple of things left. Let's look at our team right now, what we're looking like. I uh, need to get a kicker and a defense, and then i got to fill out two more bench slots, and there are four picks left. So kicker, defense, two more bench slots. I would prefer in a situation like this to have another tight end and another wide receiver because I only have three wide receivers right now, and I'd, I'd like to get that number to at least four. What I will probably end up doing is taking another tight end, another wide receiver, a kicker, and a defense. That's the goal. Now, if you're playing in a league that doesn't do a kicker and a defense, cool. No problem. Doesn't matter. Tell you my roster at the end, and I think this is something that we could really kind of look at as being a decent thing. Defensively, uh, there's a lot that you're going to want to be able to have. A lot of things that are available, 
and including one team that is still, I think, currently on the clock. If they are, I desperately want that defense on my team. It will not surprise you one bit if they are on when I pick here in the next second. And they are. Ooh, George Pickens was available. That should be a good one. The Steelers' defense is criminally underrated. Every year. I mean, every year. Nobody ever likes them. Nobody ever wants them. Every year they do a good job, though. Every year they are pretty decent at getting points for fantasy football. I'm going to go ahead and take them. When I look now, I don't need a, I don't need any more defenses because I'm only going to take one. I don't need another quarterback. I need another wide receiver, and I need another tight end. So let me look at the tight ends here, and I'll take Greg Dolchich. A uh, Dulcich or Dul- Dulcich or Kick uh, might have might have been wise to take Cole Komet, uh, but I need to come back here and take a kicker and then a wide receiver. So I think Greg could have a big year with Russell Wilson. I like to take flyers on guys later in the draft that are, in my opinion, just as good and eligible as the guys that I would reach for early on in the draft. So it doesn't bother me one way, but I will show you. My thought process when I'm done, I do think I've built a good roster. The only thing that I wish was I wish I had taken George Pickens in round 11 and had him. But the problem with taking George Pickens and having Pat Fryermuth is you don't want to have multiples of the same team on your fantasy roster if you can help it. There's some things we, we call them stacks. If you can stack Travis Kelsey with Patrick Mahomes. If you can stack Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, that's obviously a smart you know stack that you want to use. But if you can't do those things, being a homer for your team doesn't help your fantasy football team. It's never helped mine long term, and it won't help yours. Back on the clock, I'm amazed. This is actually pretty telling. Kenneth Gainwell is going here in round 14. Now, of course, I mentioned there's a, a lot of guys on here that are um, what we would call auto-drafted. So I don't know that I can trust all of it. But here I am. My last pick is going to be a wide receiver and then a kicker. And I'm I'm going to take Van Jefferson here. Uh, L.A. Rams wide receiver. I think he is a sneaky good pick. And this brings me back to taking a kicker here now. And with my last pick, I take... You know what? I'll take a kicker in Detroit. Uh, Patterson's his name, and I feel pretty decent about my squad. I don't hate what I've done. I'll show you my team here when the draft ends. I used NFL.com's fantasy football app, um, and I enjoyed it. I've not used this app in years because I use Sleeper now, but Sleeper doesn't usually have a very good AI when it comes to uh, auto picks. By the way, uh, looking at the the rosters here, uh, if you look at the board players, sorry, if you go to the quarterbacks, let me just list you the quarterbacks that are left. And I think this is the end of the draft. Yeah. So I have 15 minutes to talk about this. Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Jordan Love, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Jimmy Garoppolo, Desmond Ritter, Ryan Tannehill went undrafted. Imagine that. We talked about him earlier. 
and a few other names that are potentials to start, like Sam Howell we know is the starter. All of those guys are available right now. What do you think someone might be willing to do because I took Josh Allen? You think there'd be a team out there that would be willing to part with a couple of running backs and or wide receivers because they don't really have a quarterback? Let's just look at the quarterbacks that some of these teams have. Here's one where they have Tua Tungavaloa and Justin Herbert. Those are their quarterbacks. You think he might be willing to part with Devontae Adams and Kyle Pitts for Josh Allen? You think he might even be willing to give me Justin Jefferson for Josh Allen straight up and throwing in Tua just for my trouble? But if I don't want Tua, I can just essentially say, hey, you give me Josh Allen, you have to drop one of these guys. I want Justin Jefferson and I want Devontae Adams. I can bolster my wide receiver room like that. That's just one team. Let's look at a few more. Here's a team that has Jalen Hurts and Geno Smith as their quarterbacks. Think they would be willing to part with a couple of pieces to have a guaranteed starter in Josh Allen? What about team four? This team has Anthony Richardson and that and Jared Goff as their starting quarterbacks. You think he'd be willing to part with a couple of pieces for Josh Allen? Here's team five, Justin Fields and Dak Prescott. That guy probably would want to stay put, and I don't blame him. Prescott's always been good for fantasy football. Justin Fields, if he can stay healthy, he's also been good, and they could always drop, you know, uh, Cortland Sutton and get a guy in free agency. Team six, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins. That guy might be willing to part with it, but you're not really ever going to start Josh Allen over Joe Burrow if you have him. So, again, you're probably not looking at Trevor Lawrence. And that's it. Wow. Uh, You could... (laughs) Wow. Uh, You could probably contact that guy's team and say, hey, you've got Stefan Diggs. I'll give you Josh Allen. You can have the, the stack of Allen and Diggs. You can also have the stack of Evan Ingram and... Trevor Lawrence, all I want in return is Chris Olave and Nick Chubb. I think you could get away with that in a redraft league. And again, that's just one team. Team 8 has Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. Probably not getting away with that one. Uh, Team 9 has Deshaun Watson and Brock Purdy. You could probably swing that one. Like, for example, that one you've got uh, C.D. Lamb, Christian Watson. Those are some names I would be looking at. A.J. Dillon, I think, is a name to watch. And Brees Hall. You could probably get – and Saquon. You could probably package a bunch of players and get anything you wanted for Josh Allen. Then Team 10 has Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson. That's the guy you want. <laughs> um, that's, that's, the, that's the guy you call and say, I will give you Josh Allen – for uh, Devontae Smith, Travis Etienne, and Khalil Herbert in the 49ers defense. You win. And that guy gets a better quarterback room than what he has. Here's my point as we kind of bring this episode to a close. People say in redraft, never take a quarterback early. But what I'm showing you is I had the number two pick, which means in a typical snake draft, 
the first round goes all the way, and then when it gets to pick number 12, as it or pick number 10 in this case, Team 10 then picks the first pick in the second round, and it, it weaves back around to me. But that means I get to make two picks back-to-back. So why would I not take the stack of Allen and Mahomes and then literally swindle somebody? And I don't even have to get a quarterback in that deal. I can go take, as I just mentioned, Jordan Love, Matthew Stafford, Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett could have a big year. He's got the pieces, at least offensively. I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud could have a decent season. Those guys are just sitting out there. They're available. You can get them free for nothing. And there's so many of them that you can get away with swindling somebody for Josh Allen. You know you're not trading Mahomes unless you just love Josh Allen. Let me give you a couple of pieces here that are in the running back room and the wide receiver room. By far and away, the running backs were decimated in this draft. Uh, running backs are still incredibly important. However, some names of note. Uh, Devin A. Chain could be the eventual starter in Miami. Uh, Chuba Hubbard could be the eventual star in Carolina. Zach Moss, if they do trade, if they do trade Jonathan Taylor and Deion Jackson is not the dude, Zach Moss could be the eventual starter in Indianapolis. Um... That's that's pretty much it in the running back room. Wide receivers. Again, this position is also kind of decimated, but Nico Collins expected to be a high-targeted individual from C.J. Stroud. Uh, Darnell Mooney is available. Jonathan Mingo is available. Uh, Adam Thielen is available. John Mechie. Allen Robinson. Allen Lazard. And I'm just literally scrolling down and reading the names as I see them. Uh, These are all names that are available for you, free for nothing, in the tight end room. We look at it as well. And let me point this out as those who are ranked and drafted. Uh, Jawan Johnson, kind of a touchdown magnet. Gerald Everett. uh, Chris Okonkwo. Or not not Chris. uh, Chagosium Okonkwo, sorry. And then you have also... Noah Fant, Mike Jacecki, who could end up being a pretty pretty big name this year. Isaiah Likely came on kind of strong last year. In the kicker department, you've got Eddie Pinero from Carolina. You have Jason Sanders uh, from the Miami Dolphins. You got names, essentially, all right? You got names. Now, the last piece of puzzle that I wanted to talk to you about before we leave uh, Chris Jones is obviously not reporting to camp. And I think Chandler Jones is about to get released. Call it intuition. Call it my sources. Whatever. Chris Jones is upset because he's not being paid. Chandler Jones is upset because he can't reach anybody. Um, they, on, uh, on our segment today from X Factor, taking the Twitter app as it is formerly known... Now as it is called X. These posts were made on Instagram by Chandler Jones. He couldn't get into the Raiders gym. And then he sends this in a text message. And he posted these on Instagram and then took them down later. How do you expect me to play this season? And I can't even get my GM on the phone. Thanks for that portal. 
Uh, should I call Josh, or will he not pick up either? Talking about Josh McDaniels. Why y'all bring me to Vegas? To play with me? And then he says, I sent this to Yurumi. Uh, it's a shame that I am a top athlete with 112 sacks in the NFL, and I have to go to a local gym to work out during the season for no apparent reason. This is wild to me, Josh, and you know that you need to do what's right. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I would not be surprised if they try to quietly trade him, and when that doesn't work, as it never will, I think they're going to release him. And if they release him, he gets to pick where he plays if he clears waivers. And I don't know that Chandler Jones will clear waivers. If I'm understanding this correctly, he'll probably be claimed by a team. But if there, there are certain ways they can release him where he is an actual free agent and can go and talk to people or whatever, like he, he could just say, I won't sign with any team unless I go unclaimed. Well, if that happens, and let's just say, because we can play this game because it's Michael World, you're Chandler Jones, and you get released, nobody claims you, and you're looking for your next team. Why would you not call Kansas City and say, hey, I'll play on the league minimum for a year? I would love to give the Raiders nightmares for what they did to me. Why would you not call a team like Cincinnati or another AFC team that maybe has the Raiders on their schedule even this year and say, hey, I'll play for y'all. I'll play league minimum because I can leave after this season and go sign another big contract somewhere and play. I don't care about the money this year. It's about pride. Don't be shocked if Chandler Jones ends up getting released and is in a situation where uh, ba- basically he can pick where he goes. A lot of stuff to watch. A lot of stuff to be looking at. Travis Kelsey's status is unknown for Thursday Night Football. He injured his knee, hyperextended it in practice. Cooper Cup is probably not playing. Van Jefferson is expected to take all the targets. By the way, that is why I took Van Jefferson uh, in the draft. Let me go over this real quick because I've got the time before we're done here. Um, here's my roster from the league that I did just a minute ago. Team two, that was where I picked. Starting quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Running backs, obviously I would be changing this because Taylor's on the pup list, but Jonathan Taylor. By the way, the pup list means I can add Jonathan Taylor to my IR and have a free spot for four weeks. Same with Alvin Kamara as a suspended player. Guys, work smarter, not harder manipulate those things to your advantage. Because then you could also go out and pick a couple more quarterbacks up and try to trade with these people. There's ways that you can game the system. Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Alexander Madison, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, Pat Fryermuth, Alvin Kamara. I believe this is Riley Patterson. Yep, Riley Patterson. Steelers defense, Josh Allen on the bench with Rashad White, Mike Evans on the bench. I'd probably change that and, and obviously put him in over Kamara. I'd put Rashad White over or Brian Robinson over Jonathan Taylor, uh, Mike Evans, Brian Robinson, Greg Dolchitz, and Van Jefferson. I'm pretty pleased with that. I think it could have been a lot better, of course, but it also could have been so much worse. We got the positions that we needed. We got the players that we wanted. And we look like we'd be ready for a season. I wish this was an actual team that I had so I could kind of tell you how it works. Tune in again tomorrow for our first episode on game day. Till then, guys, take care.